You're listening to the Sincerely Being podcast by Eden and Callie. Well, I must admit that I'm a little bit nervous for once. <laughs> That's good yeah. because I'm not alone in that now. <laughs> How are you? It's I'm been really, a little bit. I know. Like a month and a half, maybe two months. <clears throat> We could look, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. I don't know when we um, posted our podcast, but I guess it was yeah since then. Because then you had about a week before you go to Canada, yeah. So about a month. Yeah, time flies, but we thought that we would do an episode just catching up and getting to know what we missed in mm-hmm. each other's lives over the last month, month and a half. Well, Again, very um, ad lib which is pretty much what we go for in these episodes. Yeah. To set the scene, we're now in Eden's house in her bedroom. Eden recently bought a house maybe three, four months ago now. March is when we took possession. Okay. Yeah. I don't even know how long. And I haven't been here since. I know. It's so nice to have you here. And it always warms the space when I have visitors and I don't have them enough. So... Welcome. Thank I'm you. So happy to have you. Thank you. And we're sitting on the floor in her bedroom with our cacaos. We just made a cacao. So yeah, getting a little bit cozy. But tell me about Canada. How was it? How was the flight? And then what happened when you landed? Because I guess you haven't been home for so long since, mm. you know, the whole world crisis, mm-hmm. along with so many other people being in the same boat. But um, yeah, how was it? It was honestly such a good trip. I would say it was not relaxing whatsoever. Um, Very go, go, go. But the travel in itself was so smooth. And dare I say, it was probably one of the smoothest travel experiences I had. And I think Ben feels the same. And that's so ironic because I kept hearing people would have their luggage flown to a different country and there was delays and missed flights and canceled flights and... You had none of it? No. And it was, it was so smooth, which obviously took a lot of pressure and stress off of the whole experience in itself. Mm -hmm. So that was one very positive thing. And then, yeah, just getting to hug my mom at the airport Mm. when I arrived was so beautiful. I was like, did you cry? I was just going to say, I wasn't feeling as if I would cry. I was like, I got this. Um, But yeah, I think just seeing her, all the emotions came out and it was Mm -hmm. such a beautiful moment um, to have her there. And um, yeah, I guess to sum it all up, it was so fast paced, energetic, full of laughs and catch ups and meeting a lot of new babies that my friends have had in the meantime Mm. and seeing new spaces that they've moved to. I think one thing that really surprised me was the homeless population though. Has it increased? It's increased quite a bit. Do you know why? Um, Well, it was always pretty bad in Vancouver and I'd heard over the years since the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver, they kind of started to ship them all over to Vancouver Island, which is where we spent the most of my time. Was well, that to time. like get them out of sight from? <laughs> yeah, I think from all of the people. The public yeah. We don't have homeless people around here. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. But um, yeah, it was Victoria, which is one of the cities that I, that's where I went to university. That's where I spent a lot of my time. It's 
probably the city I initially thought I would move back to if I ever did move back. It was just really sad to see how different the demographic was downtown. And I guess comparing it to Australia, I don't know if it's because of the support systems here are better or what, but it just is really evident there how mm. um, out of control it's gotten. And that was pretty eye-opening. Mm. Probably not something you'd expect me to say in this Canada update. That was interesting to see. But yeah, as for seeing everyone and um, meeting even some of Ben's friends, because he actually lived in Canada for I think a total of six years. So he's had some friends over there, um, which was so beautiful to meet them. And no one had met Ben from my family or my friends. Um, Yeah. How did he go with all of that? I guess it would be kind of intimidating because it's like your homeland, even though he'd been there, he's never really been in there with your energetics as well as like the influx of your friends and all that sort of stuff, friends and family. So it's just like, next level intimidating to a degree if yeah if you wanted to step into that but did he oh my god get into that role really well I never worried one bit um he's so good in those situations and I would take him aside at some points of the trip and be like listen if you need a me day just do what you need to do I understand that every day you're meeting multiple groups of new people whether they're friends, families, their children, my 93-year-old grandparents, it was just throwing stuff at him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How much can you take? (laughs) Pretty much. And then like, this is where I grew up and this is where I went to university. These are the homes I lived in. I gave him the whole tour and Mm. I can't say anything bad about the way he handled it. It was beautiful. Um, but that's the type of guy he is. So I'm very grateful. And it just, it meant a lot for me to meet, for him to meet my family and friends in person finally, Mm. and put a face to names and vice versa for Mm. them to be able to as well. And um, one thing, I guess that also (laughs) was getting a bit old and I could tell for him as well is just the amount of people that said, when are you getting engaged? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what, funnily enough, I was going to be like, (laughs) I was about to ask, because I recall you saying that the question has come up, like if you guys were to get married, it would be after having gone to Canada. Because mm-hmm. I know that is on the agenda, obviously, with so many of us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you were just like, not before we go over to Canada. <clears throat> yeah. But I suppose, isn't it funny how people, it's just like. Assumed. <sighs> yes. And same with like so many other things. When if when are you going to get pregnant? Mm-hmm. When are you going to do this? And when you have a pregnancy, it's like, when are you having your second one? And mm-hmm. it's an old standard conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That got old. Uh, what did you say when people asked? Yeah, I think at the beginning, we kind of just laughed about it because yeah. I was like, oh, poor Ben. He's mm-hmm. getting it from everyone. He's getting it from my friends. Like, my... Isn't it enough that he's just meeting you all for the first right. time after two and a half years? <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, it wasn't just family and friends. At, at the end of the day, it ended up being our wine tour guide was like, oh are you guys God. married? Are you engaged? Are you going to get engaged yeah. soon? <laughs> and it was like, aren't there better things to talk about right now? Like talk about the wine, please. <laughs> I know. It was really interesting. Um, so yeah, poor guy, but again, handled it like a champ. Yeah. yeah. I would say it was just overall such a great trip and fulfilling for me and when we returned, we both got sick, <laughs> as you do when you don't relax a on little a vacation. Upgrade. 
<laughs> some clearing. Yes. I really loved how when I contacted you when I got home saying I was sick and you had just kind of been through that, you referred to it as being so cleansing. And mm. I was like, that is a good reframe. Yes. I'm going to go with that yeah. as well. <laughs> And speaking of reframes, um, one of the things that we wanted to do in each of our podcasts is bring in a reframe. So maybe that can be it. Remember how we wanted to have a constant? Oh my God. I've even got it in my diary, but clearly I forgot about it until now. (laughs) So did I. So you guys, um, I guess to explain what we're talking about, if you didn't already get that, we wanted to keep a constant, what would you call it? Little, just a regular thing that we carry across. Like some people sing songs at the beginning of their episode or other people ask certain questions every time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I guess a constant, constant. is a good way to the constant thing. <laughs> yes. So our constant is to create a reframe from the period of time between episodes and I had forgotten to be honest but it just kind of came naturally I guess when you put something in your subconscious it just kind of shows up sometimes you know if it's meant to be mm. yeah. so there you go if you're feeling really sick right now as you're listening to this and you have that dreaded flu or cold or even the dreaded COVID think of it as a cleanse well wait let's reframe that all together okay <clears throat> I think change the language from dreaded. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I guess I've been going through while you've been away of being a lot more aware of like the verbiage that I use and um, labeling. So instead of saying I've got the cold and I feel awful, it's kind of like reframe that, take awful out, dreaded, all those sorts of things. This is bad. Um, I feel sick. It's kind of just like, well, I'm having cleansing. My body's having an upgrade. It's like releasing and renewing itself. And yeah, it just needed some time to upgrade. So it's like, let's take you away from all the things that you, you know, need a little bit of a break from and have some rest and then upgrade. Yeah. I love that so much. So if that's a, the only thing you take away from this episode, I <laughs> think that's a good thing to take away and something we probably all need to work on. So I guess elaborate a little bit more about what happened while I was gone with you and anything in life that came up or mm. changed or. We had a lot of cleansing. So, okay. So the last little while several years I would talk about August being the windy month because I remember when I was younger when the Brisbane exhibition was on that it was always the windy month the wind would pop up and um anyway I would joke with my friends well I wouldn't joke with my friends and be like it's windy of course it's August (laughs) anyway I've uh stopped commenting on it but I did notice August has been windy and it's kicked my ass Mm. hardcore. Elle's been sick. So she would go to daycare and then like I took her out of daycare for a couple of weeks and then she healed to go back. And then basically the next day she got sick again, I guess, because her immunity wasn't strong enough. I don't know, whatever. Her and I were just meant to spend more time together. And so she came home. And then after that, a couple more days together, I got a clearing. (laughs) cleansing (laughs) as well I started bleeding at the same time so it was like a double clearing Mm -hmm. yeah I guess my 
my bleed that cycle just felt heavy like it it felt like it needed to just detox so much out which was kind of nice but it's hard Mm. it's so hard having a kid thankfully she wasn't as sick when I got sick but it was actually I don't know I don't know which one it would have been better because she was still high energy and just wanted to do stuff and I was like I just can't I just Mm. cannot but yeah there was one solid day that it just kicked my ass because I I couldn't even see properly because everything was just so bright and she wanted to go out and I was just like, I can't, like I just couldn't move. And then I had to, I had to ask one of my neighbors to look after her for a couple of hours until Jack came home because I needed to lie in bed and just rest, like rest hardcore. So wow, (laughs) I can't imagine bleeding, being sick and then having to take care of a high energy child at the same time I think I guess for a lot of our listeners who do have children you would know more than I would how hard that would be but the fact that you made that decision to ask around if someone could help you Mm. is really brave because I think a Mm. lot of women just think you need to do it all in that state and um yeah I think it's great that you recognized there's someone else that could be better at taking care of Elle right now (laughs) And I need to take care of myself. And, and obviously having that option is so beautiful. Oh my God. The neighbors around you are Mm -hmm. so awesome. Yeah. Um, And there's not just one option. There's several to choose from as well. mm. And they're so beautiful. They're always like, just ask. (laughs) I think that's also a good example of if you don't have family close by using friends or getting crafty with who you ask and not feeling bad I mean the worst that they could have said is no and then Mm. you just have to navigate through that Mm. but I guess that's something that people always say to me because in the future we want a family but I don't have any family in Australia and Ben's family is not close and so people are like how are you going to do it with no family and I'm like you just you have a family in a different way they just look different to your blood relatives Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. Wow. So yeah, three weeks while you're away, I was cleansing hardcore. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I needed to cleanse after my trip because there was a lot of indulgences. But how how good do you feel? Like even though you're going through it, at what point does it just suddenly turn over? Like you don't, you're not like I feel amazing again. There's not this I feel awful to I feel great. You just all of a sudden forget that you were even sick mm, mm-hmm. and then just wake up and you just do the same thing. But how good do you feel when it happens? Oh my God. It's like the whole yin and yang thing. Hey, or I felt like I almost needed that little reminder, little reminder of how amazing it feels to be fit and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think again, I, you were asking actually if you thought, or we were talking about what it would be like to not have winter. And that's kind of the same thing. And we had this conversation of, I don't, like you said, you don't think you could. No, I said that I was like, I can totally live without winter. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I could just live summer to summer. (laughs) And I was testing you a little bit because I was like, well, you wouldn't know how good you had it in the summer if you didn't have a bit of winter. I don't want to think about that right now. Thanks very much. I'm just going to live in my world of summer. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess it's the same thing as if we didn't have 
illness, we wouldn't be able to appreciate being healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as it is much. a nice little reminder of like, okay, yeah, actually, you know what? I have an amazing body and my body does amazing things. It can go through some stuff, but I appreciate it being able to heal naturally. Mm. And yeah, and then come out the other side and just feel a whole lot better than what you did before. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is or maybe it isn't, but yeah, it just feels like that. Yeah. And I think the beautiful thing about being a woman, and this is something I'm sure we'll get into multiple times over the course of our podcasting, um, we have that reminder monthly. We mm-hmm. have those seasons of being super energetic, confident, extroverted, and then we have those seasons of being a little bit more fatigued and tired and wanting to turn inwards and maybe be a bit more introverted. And I think, like you said, to look at being sick as not a negative thing, like seeing it as a positive thing and um, using different words around that, we can start doing that with our bleeding time because I think the general population, we really have this negative attitude and energy towards that phase of our cycle. And that's just how we've been brought up. I think it's changing, but I think in general, that's how I feel. How it's been perceived. How it's been perceived. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. There's more to talk on that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But um, now you're home. Mm. What are your plans? You've been home for two weeks now. Actually, I think it's three weeks today. Okay. Yeah. Three weeks today. Um, The first week, as I said, I was a bit out of commission or out of routine still. Mm -hmm. I like to say it was an extended vacation though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I did have a lot of time, despite being really busy while I was away, to reflect on how I wanted my life to look coming Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Um, I also knew I was coming back to less work as That's a right. nurse, yeah. which was a big... you had sun, you had a Sunday shift. Yeah. I had a Sunday <laughs> shift and a Monday with an agency doing telehealth stuff, which was always very temporary, but it was very lucrative. So here in Australia, you get quite good shift differential for working on Saturdays, especially Sundays. Um, So it was nice. I got to pay my car off. There was a lot of good things that came from that job, but I knew it was always temporary and I wanted it to be temporary as Mm -hmm. well. You just didn't want it as temporary. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I could hold on to it for a little while longer. I, if it, if the job didn't end, I definitely would be holding on to it longer. And I think it was good that it wasn't my choice for it to end because I know that I have the tendency to just be so comfortable and feel safe with a certain amount of income and especially getting used to that income and then now owning a home and having all these financial goals and all of the stuff that comes with the whole money yeah energy and I also knew though coming back to less work this would be a great push to launch myself into the business side of things, um, which is ultimately what I want. And so I, I'm a firm believer, you get energy out of things that you put energy into. And the more energy you put into something, the more energy you're going to get out and Mm -hmm. money is energy Mm -hmm. and attention is energy and all of that. So yeah, uncomfortable, but I did actually have a reading with my oh yeah of course 
<laughs> I forgot. Yeah. So I guess before I go into that, which will be really exciting to talk about, I did a bit of budgeting and I didn't do this prior to coming home, even though I knew I wasn't going to have this other job coming mm-hmm. back home. And also, I don't have any clients right now in my business. I obviously took time off to go home. And when I say home, I mean Canada. So it, I knew it was kind of a restart for the business. And then I would be coming back to less nursing work. But when I did my budgeting, I realized I actually can't live off of my part-time job that I have. Literally not even basic living. That isn't even including Spotify, Netflix, like basic living. Yeah. Of course, it's not like I will be homeless without this extra income, but I didn't feel it was where I wanted to be. And Wait, and you're budgeting yourself not just yours myself. as well as them's yeah okay right yeah I think <clears throat> it's something that's interesting we've chatted about it yeah before. we've chatted about it and it'll be interesting to see how things change after the, the I, seminar coming up yeah mm. oh my god we'll have so much to talk about there too so yes yeah. just budgeting okay. myself yep. I've always been like very independent financially and I pride myself in that I think and I mm. but There's anyway so much more on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure Um, anyway, end of the day, don't have enough money as it is. I was like, okay, well, I don't want to take a step backwards by doing more hospital work. I just don't enjoy it. It's not where I want to be right now. My business isn't making money. It definitely can once I pick up more clients, but it's not guaranteed at this point. What am I going to do? Yeah. But I didn't want to take any action steps until talking to my medium, because I guess to preface, I have been talking to this medium since 2016. Yeah. Wow. Quite a while. Mm. So the reason I found her, this is obviously when I was living in Canada, she had done a reading for two of my good friends. Is she Canadian? Yeah. Okay. And she only does it over the phone. So you could be anywhere in the world. I mean, I was living not that far from her at the time that I did my first reading, but she still always does it over the phone, which is great. Um, And the reason I found her was two of my best friends had readings by her within like a two week period and they don't really talk. They don't know each other that well. So I was like, super coincidence. Yeah. Coincidence. It (laughs) is a sign. So I've just gone through probably the worst breakup at the time I'd ever been through. And Mm -hmm. I was feeling really lost and I had plans to travel, but I just, I needed a little bit of clarity and it just felt safe talking to her. So I've probably talked to her and she's, get, she's obviously given you some really, like you felt good. She gave you some support and guidance that you aligned with. And so you stayed with her and sought her guidance since. Yeah. yeah. And she's so now again, she's, she's come up for there. me. She yeah. was in the back of my mind. Like she has been since then. I've probably had, I think it's five readings with her. So not quite every year, but it's usually when I'm feeling in a very transitional period of life, I will reach out to her and um, it's worked for me so far, even just to shed light on things. I already know, you know, like the things we just can't quite see clearly. We have it in the back of our mind, but anyway, so she definitely saw a lot of transition coming up over this next year in many different ways, but a big way career-wise. And some of the things that I was planning to do, which included applying to integrative wellness facilities or clinics, I guess is a better word, to, I guess, feel safe, feel like, okay, I'm putting action in. 
she basically said doing that was going to limit what I would be able to do. I wouldn't be able to use all of my gifts because someone else would be dictating what I'm actually doing with my clients. That sounds like something you've said before in the past. Mm, Yeah, (laughs) totally. It's for me. I notice I latch onto security. Yeah. Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah. The unknown is is scary, especially the mind when it kicks in. It's like, hey, by the way, um, you're going to (laughs) die. You know, in so many different ways. It knows you best. So it's kind of just like, oh, by the way, um, what about the money that you, you know, that you're always kind of like holding on to? Mm. What are you going to do there? I don't know if you'll be able to do it through your business alone. So yeah, it just tells you the stories that you basically, that it knows you'll believe in order to keep you safe. Yeah. It, it's like my ego was telling me, okay, you're not going backwards because you're applying to integrative wellness clinics, not hospitals, but this is what you need to be safe. And it's like yeah. the same story I've been telling myself. And I always believe, or I guess maybe it's a limiting belief is what I'm starting to realize that if I put action in, it'll always end up being the right way but that's not necessarily true. So I kind of, I guess to rephrase that is I always felt sitting back and letting things happen was not going to get me to where I want to be. And that's true in a sense, but I think it's the whole being and doing thing, right? If I'm constantly just doing a lot of times, it might still be ego led and not necessarily what I actually need that moment. I might need to just be. Yeah. So, so she's basically been your trying to think of the word awareness so you're in a transition period where going down the business road your awareness is going to become heightened because you have to concentrate so much on your own decisions and responsibility Mm. and responsibility is sometimes really fucking scary because you realize that it's like you know things don't happen to me it's like everything that I do I choose And so if I choose something wrong, it's like I have to now take responsibility for that action because I'm the one who chose it. Whereas like if you take a job, you know, things happen to you, inverted commas type thing, um, because, you know, other people tend to make the decisions for you. Like you do this and you kind of just like, yes, sir, ma'am, I'll do that. Yeah. So she's basically being your consciousness or that awareness while you are not yet as conscious so she's like a step along the way yeah and if that makes sense no it I, well it does to me um and I 100% agree it's so true That's I think cool. yeah That's so fucking cool yeah and I think I loved the way she said listen you will end up where you need to be but doing this is gonna just make your path longer yeah right and so you can do it if that feels safe to you. Procrastinating. Like, exactly. And I think I just needed that because it didn't feel right 100%. I didn't know why, but it's like, okay, I have to redo my resume and like I'm applying to all these places. And there's quite a few options, which is really great to see on the Gold Coast. I didn't know that, yeah. but it didn't feel 100% right. Yeah. And there was a couple other options work-wise I was thinking, and those didn't quite feel right either. And but you're like, I'll still kind of apply anyway. You know, they kind of fit along. Yeah, yeah. yeah mine's it's like, not yeah, going backwards <laughs> because it's still doing what I want to do. Yeah. And it's taking action. Yeah. Again, the whole doing. Yeah. So I feel, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, um, um, 
it was very, it was a very good chat. And we did touch on some other things, more personal things around relationship and family life and stuff. And yeah, I just, I left the phone call feeling very certain about my next directions. And I've had some things happen recently that we can get into at another time, but I think it'll actually really accelerate what I want to offer in my business. And I'm, I'm really excited to use that that. to, to propel me forward. And I have all these exciting ideas. Oh my gosh. I look forward to seeing it all blossom. Mm. Mm. Okay. And I forgot to mention this main thing, which don't know why it's the last thing to mention from the reading, but she asked me, are you doing a podcast? Oh my God. I assume she doesn't follow you on Instagram or any of socials. Like you don't have any real contact outside of chatting. I don't think so. I mean, I I don't even know how old she is. I don't know what she looks like. She doesn't market. So that is another thing that really inspires me about this woman. So she used to be a counselor and she just through word of mouth started to build her medium business now as well for many years over seven, because that's how long I've been seeing her has been a full-time medium and has never marketed. Wow. She's like, I don't have social media. And so from the sound of her voice, which you can't really judge someone's age by the sound of their voice, she sounds like she's in her like mid adulthood. So maybe forties. Yeah. Do you want to say how old you are for the sake of it? Sure. I'm 33. I'm 37. Good. Oh yeah. We haven't, (laughs) we haven't discussed that. I'm actually recently 33. Let's go back to the podcast lady. Okay. Yeah. Medium talking about the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, Yes, I actually am. And she's like, of course I am. (laughs) And I love the way she asks too. It's like she, I think because she's feeling around. Yeah. Well, I think she just wants to make sure that she delivers it in a way that's not overwhelming. And I really appreciate that. And I think that's her counseling background Mm -hmm. coming into play. It's like, even if she says something that I don't want to hear, like with the clinic stuff and how she essentially at the end of the day said it's a horrible idea (laughs) but she doesn't say those words she's like okay yeah I really I see you doing this stuff but I I don't know it doesn't seem aligned and I'm like yeah that makes sense but anyway so I said yes to the podcast obviously and she was like all I can say is I encourage you to keep focusing on that and use that to your advantage and use that to talk about the things you want to deliver to this world. Oh my God. I'm so excited for that. I know. You're just like a little kid and you're like, yeah, happy dance. Yeah. Because (laughs) I don't know if I said this in the first episode, but the podcast just feels like my absolute favorite avenue and Mm -hmm. favorite way of getting information out there. Um, I think because we can have these real authentic, longer chats, um, it's one thing to type out a post or talk in stories on Instagram or make a reel, but you just don't get the quality and length that sometimes you need. Yeah. Sometimes there's a backstory. Exactly. Of like, why you make the decisions and choices and all that sort of stuff. And it's, um, yeah, often Mm -hmm. a little bit more lengthy. Mm-hmm. Cause then there's a backstory to that backstory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which then just becomes episodes that support other episodes. Yes. And oh my gosh. So <laughs> How good. Oh, that's yeah. so exciting. Oh my gosh. How do you feel about oh. that information that she gave me? Well, did she say that I'm involved as well? Did she say that I'm with, an, with another she person? She did. She's like, yeah, I see this other person involved 
or that's, I think that's how she said it. I see this other person involved. Are you doing it with someone or alone? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, with a friend. Did she say anything more on that? She, I know it she didn't actually, lot, yeah. but she just said, <laughs> I encourage you to keep doing that, doing it and being yeah. consistent. And it's a great avenue to get information yeah. out there. And yeah. I think so too. So, well, I guess like, you know, the beginning of when we were talking about doing this, it's kind of just like, I've been excited to do it just because I've wanted to talk and get stuff out and download things. Um, but yeah, I'd love to keep going mm-hmm. together, but mm-hmm. also, I guess, yeah, also see what happens, what comes out of it. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Yeah, I know. But again, so we're going to do another recording of like our solo, yes. like an individual podcast. So stay tuned. Although we're both going to be sitting here chatting with each other, but like guiding some information out. And to bring in some more human design thing, it's just so much easier to be able to like be guided through another person's energy. So yeah, I think maybe like us doing this podcast long-term together would be the best thing. Mm. I mean, that's what our intention was in the first place, but. mm. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think it was so beautiful when we met and we're chatting about this podcast before we started recording and you just asked me, what are your goals with it? And you were asking me all these questions that I actually hadn't really sat down and (laughs) thought about. Which is good because I think it is good to go into a new project with intention. And yeah, I I basically said I would love to continue doing this even if we're not in the same city. And how cool will it be when we're both like, you know, with the fancy like headphones on? I know. (laughs) It's just like, you know, tuning in from a hotel room and it'd be like, hey, babe, where are you? It's like three o'clock, 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm in New York or, you know, I'm over in um, Europe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I would love that. Oh, my I love that. And I love that we're, I think I did say this before, but in slightly different seasons of life, like we have so many similarities with so many differences. And I think, yeah, it'll be exciting to share our stories individually. I'm really excited for those episodes as well to kind of introduce ourselves at a deeper level so people can get to know who each of us are a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really think we could keep talking more on this, but should we stop this and... Get to our individual podcasts. Yeah, that Uh, sounds great. I think that was a good catch up. I feel I just it's made me so excited to continue on with this. And yes, looking forward to what's yet to come. Mm. So if you'd like to follow us on (laughs) social media, (laughs) you can follow us at Sincerely Being Podcast on Instagram. And if you'd like to follow our individual accounts, I am at Sincerely Eden and I will let you take yours away because it's a little bit longer, but all this information will be down below as well. Yeah. And I'm at Callie seven underscores. It's C-A-triple-L-I-E and then seven underscores. But, you know, I think which once you start typing it, it'll find it. But um, it's also on our Sincerely Being podcast page as well. Yeah. We would love if you like, shared, reviewed, all of those things that every podcaster would love you to do because it just helps. It helps get our feedback. Yeah. It helps redirect where we're going. If you feel like you need more in a certain area and just elevates what we could be offering if if there's anything different. So we would love that. And if anyone, you know, would resonate with us, we would love if you shared us. Yeah. Yeah. 
and um lastly thank you all for being here and if you've made it this far amazing (laughs) so yeah thank you again guys and um we're gonna get recording to the next one chat soon ciao bye